This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Happy Sunday, everybody. Tom Clarkson here, and thank you very much for joining me on day 28 of 30 Days of Beyond the Grid. I've picked Joe Guan Yu as today's guest. He's about to start his third season in Formula One, and having scored six points in both 2022 and 23, he'll be looking to make a lot of progress this year. I caught up with Joe halfway through his rookie season to ask him what it's like to be the first Chinese Formula One driver and why Fernando Alonso became his idol at the 2005 Chinese Grand Prix. That day, I have to say, I didn't know anything about motorsports. I saw his race and I just think, you know, he was a very good driver. And I had that dream, you know, in my mind that maybe one day or one day I want to be like him, a Formula One driver. And yeah, then the second year when the Chinese Grand Prix happened, Obviously, I started to be a bit more understanding about motorsports and I was holding his flag. Everybody saw that picture on social. And, and of course, uh, that was 2005, five, Chinese yeah. Grand Prix, which he won. Yeah, exactly. So that was a special year because I was supporting him and the good driver I support who won the race and uh, won the championship as well. So Why Fernando? I've got to ask you that because back then there was a man called Michael Schumacher yep. racing and actually other drivers on the grid. Alex Albon, massive Michael Schumacher fan. What was it about Fernando for you? Because like for me, I'm a pretty unique person and I don't, I don't really like to, obviously, firstly, to just follow like whatever people think or whatever the whole majority of people support. I want to be follow more like my heart. And by then I feel like, because Michael was like a legend for everyone, like for us in China, was there, he has so much fan base. And then for a driver like Fernando, try to, compete with him or try to be him on track it wasn't an easy thing and for me as a kid i just feel this this guy is something special you know to able to be michael is uh, you, you have to be quite good and then yeah looking at i want to be you know maybe like that so it's always nice to see how drive very aggressive on track as well like one of the best first lap or start starters in Formula One history. So, yeah, he have a lot of these different type of like skills that uh, Fernando has. So I just feel like, yeah, I want to support him. You were what five or six back then at the Chinese Grand Prix supporting him. So how weird is it now to be racing him on track and to have actually been a sort of teammate of him? Yeah, uh, I mean, in previous years when you were, of course, part of the Renault Young yeah, Driver. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's a quite quite like a strange or weird feeling to be fair because because the first time I knew him like uh, we was together testing uh, in uh, like private days in back in Alpine and then yeah the following year that's when he joined it uh, went back to Formula One I was able to do the drive the FP1 in Austria and in his car <laughs> so that was my first FP1 attempt or the only one from last year. So it was a very special moment, especially like uh, now to be racing against him. Like the first race in Bahrain, it was always something quite special when you heard on the radio. Joy, the fuck do you have, Alonso? 
we was fighting for that last point until the end of the race. So that was, yeah, that was a special moment. Now, like, I remember the big difference that one heard on the radio at the very beginning, one first time in FP1, all these legend names like Hamilton, Verstappen, Alonso, and then compared to now, now it's like, you just feel it's, it's like another driver. But then back then it's like very special. And to see them go past, I think it's difficult to explain the, the actual feeling inside yourself but it's just something that you feel like this these drivers are the one that you're growing up always watching them and then you are together racing and in that fp1 session that you did in austria last year in fernando's car how helpful was he oh very uh we did a track walk even together i think that's the first thing hang Probably. on hang on he made a big thing last year about him not doing track walks you yeah. persuaded him to do a track walk I don't know, but like, yeah, he actually, because I know, you know, a lot of drivers, they don't do track works, you know, they, they don't like to do track works. And uh, I was surprised because I didn't know he was doing a track work until Thursday. And he was like, oh, I'm coming for a track work with you. And not even just that, you know, he was like actually telling me all these little tricks or what he's experienced from the past. And uh, that was very How helpful. helpful was that? What was he, what was he picking out on the track walk? Yeah, it's more like just the driving line and the curb usage and how he like, you know, think I should approach this session because after all this experience, he was able to just tell me about what I should do and then to make the minimum mistakes and maximum potential basically. So, yeah, it was very helpful, especially on just the lines because, you know, the the way you drive F1 car to other categories is quite a bit different. So it was a very successful session. I kept his car on track, no damage. I think that was something also in my mind. I want to be quick, show myself because I was coming from F2 and had a chance maybe fighting for the seat. And then as well, I want to be not making any arrows because it's very easy to do that in tracks like these you know high speed corners so yeah overall it was a very smooth day so like he was very proud of me after so well and there's a lovely moment i think just after you've got out of the car where he you're looking at each other and you can yeah. see he's smiling and you've still got your helmet on the picture yeah. i'm thinking of yeah, but exactly. obviously you're smiling. Sure, yeah. there's, a, there's a real sort of connection between the two of you yeah exactly it just shows how much like yeah uh he was just helping me and it was like one of the day i will never forget to the dates but yeah so formula two works out you get the drive in formula one can you remember where you were when you were first informed was it fred vasseur who made the call to you what happened uh it was my manager made the call to me and uh, i was actually at my house 5 p.m at my house and yeah uh, i heard that phone call because I'm, it was it was very tough because basically there was only one seat in alpha mill from silverstone period and you know it was like 10 people how many people fighting for that 10 drivers and then obviously the numbers get reduced reduced throughout the time being gone and uh, yeah it was i know i had a chance but then it's not more or less than the others we are equally based so yeah when i finally heard that it was like uh, kind of a big breath back and uh, i lost myself a little bit because i was like i couldn't speak a word because i sat in tears because i remember that day was quite special i was luckily at my house because otherwise it looks very strange if i'm outside in a public place and so yeah it was uh back then when you heard you're a formula one driver it's just formula one driver this two simple word is a uh, very special for all of us as a young young drivers because that's a dream and the dream is is not something we set and it's very easy to do how was the news received back home in china 
Yeah, I mean, everybody was asking me one week, two weeks before, am I going to get it? Am I going to get it? And then the best thing I think about it was that when I know that I was, you know, the deal was done, I was confident for next season. I can't tell anyone apart from my family and uh, obviously my family knows. But yeah, it was it was difficult because I was so happy, exciting. But then everybody was just, they don't know if I was making it. So like my very close friend would just text me every day and I can't give him my answer because I cannot do that. And so yeah, it's uh, everybody went quite crazy back then when that happened because uh, it's a big moment for the Chinese motorsports. It's massive. Yeah. The first Chinese Formula One driver is sat yeah. in front of me now. It's a historic moment. And, and the magnitude of that must have made an impact on you and everyone and back home. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just, you know, it sounds pretty crazy to be the first one of my country because we have so many people back in my country. And uh, then, yeah, it's uh, obviously I've been through this journey. It's very tough. It's like a very roller coaster ride. It's not the smoothest one. But yeah, I was just very happy to be that person able to standing out or standing out for my home to be represent them. And uh, yeah, hopefully one day the, the Grand Prix will happen. But oh, yeah. how much do you want the Grand Prix now? Like so badly yeah. because... Uh, <laughs> It'll be a sellout. It's, it's going to be special because last time I was there, it was the last Grand Prix 2019. I was still F2 driver, but by then people was crazy about it because I don't know, were you there in 2019? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. was, right? Yeah. I was doing a Renault E20 demonstration before the Grand Prix. So when I stopped, put my helmet down and uh, sat on the top of the cockpit and uh, like the whole grandstand was actually screaming and uh, by then I was only my second race of F2 finished. So nobody, not many people know. And yeah, by now I think it'll be completely crazy. Good news, Joey. The Chinese Grand Prix is back on the Formula One calendar for the first time since 2019. We'll be racing at the Shanghai International Circuit on Sunday the 21st of April and I cannot wait to go back. And yes, Joe, it will be completely crazy with all your fans. You said a couple of weeks ago that your own grandstand sold out in four minutes, which is almost unbelievable. Now, there are just two days left in our countdown to the first episode of F1 Beyond the Grid in 2024. I cannot wait for you all to hear it. But for now, enjoy the rest of your weekend and I'll be back tomorrow to help cure those Monday blues. Keep up with the latest F1 action on F1 Nation. A superb finish to the line! Race previews, post-race insights and exclusive interviews from the heart of the F1 paddock. Magnificent team effort all round. Huge win for us today. And We're pushing at uh, the limit. We must have just got something wrong. Oscar, can we just grab you on the way out? A very, very cool day. It's been a weekend to remember. You'll hear from the drivers, team principals, engineers and F1 experts from around the world. Really, really nice to feel that atmosphere there in the garage. Having the two of them in the points, quite impressive. Those next few positions are worth millions of dollars. The combination is unbeatable. New episodes every Monday. Search your podcast app for F1 Nations.